The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, February 12th, 2022. The top cigar companies in the world. I have the top 20 of them, and I'm going to reveal them today, and you're going to be surprised at some of them. Who are they, and who's about to get knocked off the mountain? Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Very dramatic. Thank you. (laughs) Who's going to get knocked off the mountain? Uh, You're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row, The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. There we go. Happy Valentine's Day weekend. Is that what it is? It is. Valentine's is I don't Monday, the, right? It's Monday, so this, this is the weekend, so this will be where you can't get in the restaurants and stuff, right? Uh, probably, yeah, because yeah. nobody goes out on them. Well, most of them are closed on Mondays and nowadays, now. And because, a lot of them are closed on Sundays, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's because they won't be this Sunday because it'll be big, but uh, that's because they don't have uh, employees. Employee issues. We'll talk about that in the, on the after show, uh, Help Wanted. Uh, everybody's having an issue. I, I actually sure. heard from a couple of retailers yesterday on the subject, and while we'll get a little into that on the after show, but today, on today's show, we're talking about the biggest cigar companies uh, operating in the United States. They don't actually have to be from the United States, but operating uh, in the United States. So that'll take us to the first cigar, which I would guess is the biggest selling cigar in the United States as far as a premium cigar. I may be wrong, right. but that's a guess. That has nothing to do with the company. But I think the cigar itself is, and I think it's a perfect one for Valentine's Day on top of it. On account of the red band? And because of the people involved the people, in the cigar yeah. itself. So, oh, Barry, what do we I have smell here? smell a story. It's oh, a story. <laughs> Today's first cigar is the Romeo and Julieta Reserva Real, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Altadis USA. The size is a 6x54 Toro featuring Ecuadorian shade wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, and fillers from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package, and a single set you back $9.39, while a box of 25 is $208.99, which comes out to just $8.36 per cigar. That's a savings of about $26, or 11% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Trying to get information for this show, and I worked on it for a month. Uh, Very, very tough. Uh, They don't give up the information um, of sales units coming in. I mean... Very, very tough. And I know uh, coming into the U.S., you can look at imports, but to actually pick out what cigar 
is number one is very very tough. But I'd 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 as a betting man, I would bet Romeo and Juliet is the biggest selling cigar brand in the United States as far as a premium cigar goes, and the Toro would be the number one on top of that. Without question, the Toro's the number one in this line for us, and it also outsells Macanudo, who if, when we started the show 12 years ago, you would have said Macanudo is absolutely the number one seller, but I think it's been eclipsed at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they said what had Macanudo ahead for years was their little tin. Right. Because the Ascot, Ascot whatever, yeah. yeah, ten cigars inside the tin, and the numbers actually added up so dramatically over the years. I think uh, Macanudo it certainly has for us. I mean, slowed down. It it is your grandfather's cigar type of thing, but I think uh, the folks at Altadas brought life to Romeo and Juliet in many, many different ways mm-hmm. of, of um, different Romeos coming out. Sure, and you see Macanudo starting to do that. They, they've had some hit and misses when, when it came to something like that. The tough that. thing about Macanudo is that it's it's known as such a mild cigar that if you do something that is more robust in flavor, you're not bringing a somebody that smokes Neanderthal over to Macanudo. No, it's just not but happening. You saw Davidoff pull it off though. Davidoff, which was a mild cigar, and then they come over Winston Churchill and different mm-hmm. Davidoffs and stuff, and kind of brought different countries into it. Um, you right. see, J.C. Newman kind of uh, what was the strong Maximus came out later for Diamond so. Crown, yeah. um, even Fuente with um, Anejos and and uh, Opus and. But yeah. those weren't companies trying to capitalize on a an existing front mark. And try to make that front mark something that it wasn't. And I think that becomes a mistake that manufacturers make. If you have a brand that's synonymous with, let's say, strong, you wouldn't yeah. come out with a Connecticut shade version of that and expect to be able to bring people over to well, it. Well, you, you saw Padron try to pull it off. And I'd say they had the least amount of success. Swing and a miss. Yeah. Least amount of success with Damaso. Uh, it's there, but it, it's certainly not the accolades of any of the other lines right. of, of, of Padron. Uh, Dave, Ryan Seneca says, can we take a minute to confirm how the hell you're supposed to say the brand name? Every Rummy. time someone says or someone talks about the brand, they pronounce it different. Dave, sit this one out. It's Romeo. <laughs> it's Romeo E. Julieta. Julieta. But you could say and, you could say Julieta. And you could say Romeo why, and Julieta. Romeo why, No, Julieta? you don't say no. Romeo why, Julieta. <laughs> no? You don't. See, that's If you're going to say it in out. English, it's Romeo and Juliet. And if you say it in Spanish, it's Romeo y Julieta. And it is a book, right? A play. Well, a play, yeah. Oh, it didn't start off as a book? No, Shakespeare. There was no such play. thing as books back then. They had plays. They had books. People didn't they read books. So Shakespeare yeah. was a play, play playwright. Yeah, he wrote. He wrote plays, but he wrote it in a book. No, no. I, I mean, I guess Papyrus. it could be bound, and you could. It could have been on parchment. So, so it's more like a script than a book. So if not it's a like play. Monte Cristo, where they read the Count of Monte Cristo. You don't read Romeo and Juliet. Uh, people do, yeah. But I've it, read it. It was written to be performed. Okay. Maybe we should go to like a, a Shakespearean festival, Dave. That to read or not to read, that is the question. We was are, that the... P- no, that's not the question. Can, oh, we, can, can we dress up in period pieces if we go to the festival? <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So what is a line in Romeo and Juliet? Isn't to be Any or line. not to be? No. Uh, let's see. Any line. 
I think we had get thee to a nunnery in that play. <laughs> wow. You win the award for that. No <laughs> one's even going to question you. How's that? But what I will question you on, this is Reserva Real. Ah, the one that everybody knows is Parting is Such Sweet Sorrow. Oh, all right. There's the famous one. All right. So let's cut it. And Parting is Such Sweet Sorrow. Uh, let's part with the cap on this thing. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought oh, you and by. I was wrong anyway. That was a Hamlet quote uh, I threw out there. All right. It was brought to you, but you didn't have to say that because we wouldn't have questioned Nobody it. Nobody would have no. known. <laughs> the official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Uh, yeah, wherefore art thou, Romeo? Yeah, that's yeah. the most famous. That, right that's there. what you do I'm when you drop your cigar. I'm back here behind the bush. Throw me some teepee. <laughs> that's when you drop your cigar and you can't find it. Yeah. <laughs> and a Romeo customer would be a milder customer, yet they make Nicaragua and they make different things also. Uh, I don't know how they stand up to the regular Romeo Real. If you had fig jam... I have, and you were eating the fig jam using a uh, corrugated cardboard spoon. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and then that's the flavor I'm getting it because cardboard is cardboard's a real thing. That's a real flavor. Yeah, it's not offensive. Why but is it, it corrugated? Yeah, that, because it has to be that cardboard because that has the sweetest cold draw. I see. Cold draw tastes like bran flakes. We're saying the same thing, Barry. Why can't you just agree with me? Because I said it's simpler. Could it be a figgy pudding? No, that has nothing to do no? with figs. You know what else has nothing to do with figs? The Attaché by Vertigo. This is a no-frills single-jet lighter. Press the button. The one flame comes alive, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you have easy adjustment, all for the low price of $9.99. Where else can you get a jet flame lighter for under $10? Only the Attaché by Vertigo. See, I keep one of these in my house just for Lanceros and Coronas. It's never used. Well, I smoke them on occasion. <laughs> All right. I would, I would say that this is the most smoked premium cigars. Dave, how about a rose by any other name? Would, yeah, that's I another that one. Too. See, you know a lot. And I've never seen the play. No. Really? You didn't have to read it in high school? I was in the special class. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was, makes sense. Back now. then, it was on its first showing. <laughs> we didn't have to do much. A little toasted pretzel. So, th this will be interesting to our audience, the care package people, that they got it and they may said, oh my God, just, you know, almost would they say, oh, this is what everybody smokes. Like, I'm a cigar geek, I don't want to smoke. Romeo and Juliet, because that's what, what everybody smokes. But I smoke one during the week because it's been a while. It's a great cigar. Very good. There's, there's a reason why they sell probably more of these than most companies sell their whole company. This particular exact cigar. But I'm going to get to cigar companies, and that's what we're going to get to right now. I have the top 20... Premium cigar companies Premium. in the U.S. <laughs> Premium. There it is. So I'm going to start with number 20 and work our way down. And number 20, and we're talking about um, 
sales dollars of distribution. Sales dollars and distribution. So pretty much the sell-through. Yeah, I mean, they, you can import as much as you want, but the imports, it's got to be sold. It's got to be sold. And, you know, I know there's some cigar companies that make these, um, what do they call those packs that hang up in the humidified packs, right? Yeah. Humidified packs. Do they have a name? Yeah, yeah, they have a name. Um, the big Edge, because those cigars will be sold in convenience stores, drug stores, sure. chains, and things like that, that they're hanging up and things like that, so they can get some some real volume. Uh, you'll see that as you get closer and closer to the top, because distribution is a big, big part of it. You, you can have a great cigar that has very little distribution, um, you know, some of the geeky brands and stuff, and say they make great cigars, some of the greatest cigars, but they're only available in a couple hundred cigar shops in the United States, so they certainly can't get those um, numbers up. Number 20 is Hoya de Nicaragua. Now, Hoya de Nicaragua is a very, very old company. It's the oldest Nicaraguan cigar company uh, that made cigars, but their edge right now is their distribution. And their distribution is Drew Estates. I was wondering how they made the list, but you're right. There we go. Yeah. Uh, through Drew Estates, who is owned by Swisher. And we're talking mass distribution right there. And that's how they get there. As you hear and you say, oh, so-and-so wasn't in there. The problem becomes distribution. And what an edge. You know, uh, you know I, I think now of um, Michael Herklotz. Mm-hmm. Michael Herklotz starts a cigar company. He's appearing on lists and things like that. Well, his distribution channel is everything. He has Davidoff distributing so for he's him. Got a, he's got what an edge, edge that he yep. that he can pro- probably open up 500 stores overnight where, you know, when Steve Saka started, no way. You know, I don't know if he's at 500 cigar stores. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, he, doing his own distribution. So Hoya de Nicaragua. Um, Why wouldn't Steve Saka reach out to a bigger distributor and have them because he, he says, I'm going to do it all myself. Uh, I know somebody like that, me, you know, that I'm, I'm going to do it as opposed to hand it over. What you're handing over is money. You know, there's a percentage that goes to the distributor or the and or the cost is going to go up considerably either way because every channel you go through is going to add to it. So somebody self-distributing. And Altadis, who uh, is Romeo and Juliet, they're self-distributing. Perdomo, you know, it's it's shop to crop, they mm-hmm. call it, right? The, the guy making the cigar is the guy uh, selling the cigar off to the store. And the distribution- You can control your costs that way. Costs are going to be down. You're going to get a better deal, right? As opposed to the multiple chains that end up, uh, everybody's going to make money throughout. But isn't there a value in being able to get into, say, the Cork. 500 shops that- Herklotz is in. Of course. No heavy lifting, really. He just has to make sure, you know, stay on top of the blend and make sure that it is made consistently. If he can do that, it's yeah, plug and play. And, and he's making it a multiple. Uh, so one thing is to have the distributor be the manufacturer also so they can give you a deal on making the cigars because they're making money on the distribution end too. But in the case of Michael Herklotz, some – uh, the whole series, for instance, is made by them, but some of the cigars are made by other people. So the other people are making money. He's making money. The um, distributor is making money, and then the cigar comes in, and the retailer ends up making money. So everybody's been paid along the way. Um, how do we have a cigar of this quality of Romeo and Juliet that's made in the in the 
I wonder if I can make a guess and say there's probably about 25 million of these cigars. Would that be a good guess? I think that's fair. Yeah. 25 million. That's a big friggin' number. Um, We're talking about 300, 400 million cigars sold in the U.S. This particular cigar we have in our hand is probably 25 million. Yep. Again, I couldn't get answers from Mm. I asked questions. Well, you know how many I bought last year? Zero. So I'm not part of that. Yeah. No. Thanks for pointing that out. That was a completely useless fact. Man, you're mean today. Go -hmm. go back to your Romeo and Julietta (laughs) quote so you're getting wrong. How many McDonald's hamburgers have you bought this year? Zero. Zero. Budweiser? Zero. Yeah. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're I'm not, not the, the guy. Yeah, you're not the guy. Um, all right, going up to number nineteen is CLE Asylum as a company. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put it, put it together. Yeah, you know, they have a ROA in there. We're and talking they handle companies, their own distribution. Handle their own distribution. Um, they have ma- manufactured it at two different places. Yep. But um, one they control completely, and one they don't control completely. Right. No, they don't control any of them because the other one's his father. and, and if, Right. If that's he, the one I'm saying he doesn't control completely. But doesn't he own no. and operate the asylum factory? Not at all. No. Nope. 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 That, that factory, uh, Natsa, um, Saka makes cigars there. Nick Malo makes cigars there. Um, Christian makes cigars there. Uh, it's owned by a whole bunch of different people. So there's a whole bunch of hands, hands to feed there. But um, uh, he... He is the amazing one of here's a guy that sold his company, and here he is uh, in a in a relatively short period of time uh, back on uh, back on the list. And um, you know, when we get to the top of it, I won't be surprised if he's at the top someday. But to get on the list already is pretty amazing. Number eighteen is LFD La Florida Dominicana. Mm. A lot of years, 1994 is when they started, and, and um, they make cigars for themselves. They do not make private label cigars for other people that I know of. No. You know, some of these people do. There's some one-off projects here yeah. and there, but. Yeah, certainly Hoy and Nicaragua makes a lot of cigars But they have their own internal distribution. They have their own internal sales staff. Yeah. Uh, and probably they're not at their height right now. If there was, if I was to look at. Two years ago, and look at today, it's probably down because of their production numbers and out of stocks and things like that. But they're certainly on the list. Got something to say, Barry? No, I was. You read my mind. I okay. was going to ask you. You know, we, this is based on because they've definitely had distribution issues that they seem to finally be turning the corner on, and I expect to see them climb maybe in another year yeah. or two. And let, let me say, what, what is this based on? This is based on research. It is not an exact science. Again, I, I worked very, very hard to try to compile it. I could not get a lot of information. Uh, I, I certainly wanted true information, and I would start off with that question. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't want the, the pitch of right. a, we make the most cigars and blah, 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 blah. I want your thought process, and I'd like to go over it with you and you know talk about moving people. What, what do, you, do you think this guy is in the right spot? Do you think this based on what you know and then talk to well, those Well, we people. also have our own sell-through data to be able to, to pull yeah, from as well. It's one store, but... Um, this is a, a uh, hypothesis, very educated guess, but uh, we'll let, let I'm sure I'm going to actually hear from some of these big, bigger manufacturers after and say, yeah, I think you, you had us too low. Um, 
I don't think right. anybody's going to come back and say he had us too high. This is a, <laughs> a biggest dick contest right here, right? Um, okay, uh, number 17, and I went and visited him um, when I was in the Dominican Republic, and I, I've seen him uh, grow, and then I've seen him sell his company off just like Christian did, and I've seen him come back. And I seen the amount of rollers that were there and the amount of tobacco uh, without looking at their numbers. It's, it's a independently owned and operated company, so they don't have to share their numbers. But, you know, you can, you can count rollers and count how many cigars they make. Right. So a pair of rollers is making about 300 cigars a day. And you count the rollers, and you and they're open every, uh, five days a week, and you start doing the math, and you can kind of figure it out. It's E.P. Carrillo. So here's a guy growing the company for sure, uh, and you can see it. I can see it each time it's going. I should have made a copy for, for all you guys. I'm sorry. Um, so that is number 17, uh, Ernie Carrillo. And moving up to number 16 is My Father Cigars. My father making cigars for other people also. Mostly uh, they, an internal sales staff and do their own distribution. Yep, yep. And Whereas uh, Ernesto is not primarily uh, in-house sales, right? He has a lot of brokers. I, I think they're all in-house. No? I don't it know. it depends on the part of the country. Really? I mean, okay. Didn't uh, Edgar Dakamanji, one of the local uh, brokers, do inch for a while. Yep. He did I'm not for a while. sure who's still doing it. I think it might still be Edgar. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I think okay. it was Edgar, then it wasn't Edgar for a while, and then it's back to Edgar, I believe. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, so my father, number 16. Number 15, Alec Bradley. Hmm. Alec Bradley hmm. is a brand owner, uh, but he's up there at the top. We're going to count him as a cigar company because he is a cigar company. He doesn't make cigars. Uh, he has different manufacturers make cigars for for them, but, but he does big. have a strong distribution channel yes. that he operates. Yep, big, big, lot bigger than you would think. Uh, number fifteen in the, and I say in America, it certainly does change in other parts of the world. Uh, and you'll be, you know, you may not even know some of these people, but eighty percent of the premium cigars sold in the in the world are sold in the United States. Mm-hmm. So these guys, and it's a different, it's a different ballpark trying to get into other countries across the the world because Habanos has a, a little bit of a stranglehold on certain shops across the nation, across international waters. Habanos, yeah, Habano shops they they're under contract. They can yeah. only sell one thing. It's not like you can get into a Habano shop, and they don't have tobacco, <laughs> and they don't have cigars, and. A lot of it is said that Habanos, you know, it, it's it's controlled now by the Chinese. That's their partners. Um, and they said it's all going to China. And the fact of the matter is, yes, more go to China than used to go to China, but not all that much more. Why is there no tobacco? Because of COVID. And you can see comparatively to other countries that COVID Growing tobacco has not changed much because we don't use tobacco in other countries for three years. So we're not feeling the non-production of tobacco leaves in these other countries. But when it comes to Cuban cigars, they feel it right away because they're not they're not aging it. If you're smoking at all, if you're one of those people that only smokes Cuban cigars and you're really happy about that, 
this is not the time to be buying those. You're going to have to go to New World Cigars it, for a little while. It was always under-fermented. It's not aged long enough. I think they were also having a problem with fertilizer supply. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, they, yeah. they can't any, grow as much. Is there any truth that now in their blend information says one tobacco from column A, two tobaccos from column B? <laughs> you don't remember family-style Chinese food ordering? Ah, yes, I <laughs> do. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that fell flat. Lunch special. <laughs> No, not not actually not bad. They've also not the first to... time he's used that joke on the show. Mm. Well, you like food things, right? I yeah, like I love food it. Things. Yeah, well, analogies. Yeah, food analogies. Now <laughs> I start understanding. You know when people give me directions and they say in, the, in this such and such bank, and then you go past the bank, and on the other side you're going to see a nail salon or something. And I'm like, you don't know where you're no, going. No, there's a Burger just King. Tell me just where the Popeye's it. chicken is. Popeye's I'll be chicken. Able to find take it. a right, please. Look at me. Isn't there that famous comedian up here that says you tell people how to get places by Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah. You're going to drive past two Dunkin' Donuts. You're going to make a left. You can see Dunkin' Donuts on your left. That's not the one you want to look for. I'm the one next to the one on the right a quarter of a mile down the road. There we go. That's it. So So how's your cigar burning? How's it tasting? Um, Strength profile? Uh, I have a number in mind. Yep. So does the chat chat room. I'll write down my number here. It's written down. It's locked in. This is a three. I concur. Okay. And I say three with a smile on my face because it has flavor. It has taste. It's burning very good. This you should feel comfortable with of uh, somebody comes over. Hey, I got a cigar. Grab one. It's Romeo and Juliet. You're not going to be offended by this in any way. Nobody can be offended. I wish I had a stronger one, but you're not offended. Yeah, We're having hot wings for for the first Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and you don't make the, the hot, hot ones. You just have regular hot wings, and everybody can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Right? I'd sure. make the super hot ones, and yeah. then there's more for me. I agree. But, but if you selfish. were having a whole bunch of people over, you'd make the regular ones. No. no. If they want regular wings, they can bring their own. Say you got 100 <laughs> people coming. I'm making hot and spicy wings. No, yeah. you got to take care. This is for the masses. But that's I'm, the point. I'm of the this one thing. making them. I'm doing all the work, so I want to enjoy them. And I'll say that it's not easy to make a clean, nice mild. Well, cigar. and that's the thing about it is that when you're making a blend, you for something of this strength, you your best effort is going to be into not taking any chances. So you're you, you've got to put some high quality ingredients in there. You've got to make sure you have. The combustion exactly correct, and it, it this performs. There's not there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. it. Is it a cigar that is going to be the cigar geek's favorite cigar and absolute go to? And I have to have it. No, no, nope. and it's not going to get the 95 rating, but it it's burns perfectly and it's perfect for the masses. Yes, here, here's what I think about it. This is Ecuador, Connecticut, but I pick up more vegetal. Yes. Than I normally do, and I think it's because the fillers are so mild that you pick up a little bit of that vegetal, not as strong as a, a real Connecticut. Which was the issue that I had with Davidoff back in the day when they went from Connecticut, Connecticut to Ecuadorian, Connecticut. Right. That bitterness, sourness from the Ecuadorian wrapper tends to shine through a little bit more on a mild cigar. All right, so our top 20 so far, we have Hoya de Nicaragua, CLE Asylum, LFD, EP Carrillo, My Father's Cigars, and Alec Bradley. That is 20 to 15. Let's go to break. 
And when we come back, the rest of the list, the top 15. And later, Barry's ratings are higher than the average guy. Why is that? And cigar companies that did not make the list yet. But I think they will really soon. We'll talk about that. I'm going to light up their cigar, and I'll tell you why. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co., or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, 
The Padrón Family understands the significance of time. Padrón delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padrón recipe was born. The Padrón mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is George Padron from Padron Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back. We're smoking probably the number one cigar in America as far as a premium cigar goes. It's the Romeo and Juliet Reserva Real Toro. And going over the top 20 cigar companies in the U.S., welcome back, everybody. This was Grampy's cigar for many, many years. Yes. He smoked the Churchill in this line, Romeo Reserva Real. And... Uh, he, toward the tail end of his life, he switched and he started. He never would try new cigars because he was afraid they'd go to waste if he didn't like them. Hmm. So he tried uh, Hammer and Sickle Trademark when that came out and loved it. And also La Giana in The Natural and loved it. So he would bounce around a little bit toward the end of his life. This is, um, you know, we talk about Padron being the one that people don't want to brand switch. They're very, very loyal to Padron. But I would say Romeo and Juliet is right up there. Somebody's a Romeo and Juliet smoker. That's it, right? They're willing to try. They're willing to try yeah. stuff. Padron got, smokers typically. You got the COVID bump on these too. When huge. people, yeah, they didn't know what they smoked, so they just say, "Give me that." Yep. When people were driving up, um, would they call that um, curbside? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me a box of Romeo and Juliet Robustos, which Romeo and Juliet is called Bully. Yeah, the, the but size. they don't know and. Because it was just like ordering a Coke. You know, there's, no, there's nothing on the menu of the sodas, and you say, give me a Coke, as opposed to if the whole list was there. So um, I, would, I would say every place in the United States that sells cigars sells Romeo and Juliet, right? If you were to open a cigar shop, you'd say, okay, I need, I need to put 20 it's brands It's definitely in a pull brand, th- for th- sure. This is one. So uh, we're talking the top 20. We went to Huida, Nicaragua, CLE Asylum, followed by LFD, EP Carrillo, my father, Alec Bradley, and number 14 is Agonosa Leaf. And that's, uh, they have to be, you know, with the green arrow next to it, climbing. Mm. Growing. But remember, they were companies before, it sounds like a new company, but it wasn't, before it was... Agonosa. It was Casa Fernandez. And before it was Casa Fernandez. Was it Tapsa? No. That might be their, their factory uh, name. Yeah. Um, it predates me. Carib. Carib. Mm. That was Camacho. Yeah, that was Camacho. <laughs> oh, it's the terrible. wheels are turning. Maria. I know, I know, I know the daughter's name. So, so when you say Agonorsa, you mean 
the ones they're making for themselves. Correct, with as that a company because they make a lot. They make of a cigars. lot of cigars for other people, right? Illusion is through mm. there, and lots of different brands. The Malillo does something. Hotcakes, hotcakes. <laughs> but they yeah. have to. They are the ones that have to clear it through customs. So those sales yeah. wouldn't those count? Yep. towards sales dollars yep. and distribution. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, okay, number thirteen is another brand owner brand. Uh, they don't make any cigars for themselves. Uh, I remember when they started in the business, and boy, did they get, did they grow. Um, they took an approach that said, okay, we're going to be everywhere and be everywhere we can, and it's Gurkha. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Big brand. Uh, they get a lot of shit thrown at them, and people say lots mm-hmm. of things. Oh, it's an online brand, that's this, this, this. It's in the top 13 of cigar companies that are in the U.S. They sell millions and millions of cigars. Uh, huge company. Um, <coughs> Followed by another, um, this is a retailer that has their own cigar brand, and um, with with the right manufacturer back in, my God, 19, I think 85 is when mm-hmm. the brand started, when I started. Um, they started as a retailer and had their own house brand, basically, who later became a household name in the cigar industry. Sure. Any idea? I know exactly. Be Holtz, right? Yeah, it's Ashton. Yeah, Ashton, big brand, big brand. Um, they don't make any cigars. <laughs> they make they, they're a, a retailer that had cigars made for mm-hmm. them, and, they, and they're gigantic. Um, Carlito Fuente, big big help mm-hmm. uh, during the cigar boom. Everybody wanted a Fuente product, and they made cigars for only a handful of other people. One of them being Ashton. And I believe Carlito bought into the company. Actually, uh, has a piece of the action there also, and um, which is a helpful guarantee that you're going to continue gonna get getting product. <laughs> yeah, and when you couldn't get Fuente, you'd get Ashton because you couldn't get any Fuente, so it'd be the closest thing you're going to get from the same manufacturer. So they are uh, number twelve. Uh, number eleven is uh, is a brand that uh, manufactures themselves. They manufacture millions and millions of cigars, and their cigar is almost exclusively online. Their cigars they only sell to a few people in the United States. Um, and I, I've been to the factory many times, and it's amazing the amount of cigars that are pumped out of there of brands you maybe don't even know. Of these brands, uh, it's Victor Sinclair. Yeah, if a pair of rollers, right. on average, does three hundred cigars a day, they do four. They do four hundred for sure. They mass produce value cigar brands, uh, and believe me, they they make some high end cigars for other people, sure. and things like that too. But they're pumping out some serious numbers that that most manufacturers wouldn't even believe the amount of cigars that they they pump through. Now there. that's a factory that I heard works the wrapper. So meaning, if Davidoff would discard a wrapper because there's a blemish in it, the folks at Victor Sinclair are interested. They want that they wrapper. They want it. They'll buy it. And then they die <clears throat> cut using a specific shaped die cutter to know okay this is the robusto, and they figure out where they can get that to fit on this semi-damaged leaf, so now they have a much better quality wrapper. It may and, they, not, and they paid a fraction of the price. And it it's also, amazing what they can do. When you look at how the vein structure is on this Romeo, how it's all going vertical and it, or the, the veins are spiraled up, that may not be the case on a Victor Sinclair. It may be cross yeah. the, the leaf because of how it was cut, and that's <clears> that's what they did. They worked the wrapper. <clears throat> and and they, uh, 
they have very talented rollers there that are able to work with what they have, what they are given to work with, uh, and, again, and fast. And they have higher end product that isn't an issue at all. But in order to create cigars that are a couple of dollars and burn well and taste good, just amazing what the, what they've accomplished there. So uh, that is, uh, we'll call that the bottom twenty, but certainly the. In the in the top twenty of every cigar company that's out there, and there's a lot of them, um, and we'll get to the top ten right after this. Right now, it's time to ask the Don by Don Raphael Cigars. It's time to ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Don Raphael Cigars are premium cigars. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And uh, this week's question of the week was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Scott writes, Why doesn't a cigar taste like the cold draw after it's lit? Hmm. Sometimes it does. Sometimes you'll get some of that. Yeah, usually at the beginning, but as the cigar heats up, it will change the dynamics. And you can just look at certain foods taste differently before they're they're cooked. Yeah. Um, right. Sushi is a perfect example. Or, Dave, for you, tomatoes aren't food until it until turns eat, into... Yeah, to a sauce and you yeah. have to cook it. I would never eat it raw. No. Uh, it was George Padron that told me that tobacco works in opposition. So if you were to smell a pollone of tobacco and it smells like honey, when you light that tobacco, it tastes like shit. <laughs> and when you, I don't know about that. This was George yeah, telling me. All right. And when you smell a tobacco and it smells like a, 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 a barn, you know, with the yeah. ammonia and all the, the bad stuff that goes along with a barn, you roll that up and it tastes sweet. So that... It has always stuck out to me that when George told me that years ago. John, well, John Carney has a good uh, <laughs> analogy in the well, Facebook chat room. All right. He said it's like corn. It tastes different until it's popped. Ah, absolutely. Uh, I was going to go with an onion. So you get a, an right. onion, and it's mm. bitter as can be, mm. and you saute it, and you cook it, and it becomes sweet. Mm. It goes from one mm-hmm. extreme to the other. It's the temperature that caramelizes it and changes the. Right? Yep. You would never taste the sugar biting into an, an onion. No. So I think it's the same thing with cigars. So you're all they saying eat. exactly what I said George told me. Oh, you're exactly. so angry. All right. Stop just making sure. It's Valentine's weekend. For God's <laughs> sakes. I'm just making sure because you both we're were like, no, it's not, that's not it. We're oh, let me say exactly what you just said. We're smoking Romeo and Juliet's and talking about the success of all these manufacturers. Uh, and you got to go into this anger thing. Dave, yeah, because you guys piss me off. You'll probably hit this later, but Abdullah wants to know if Monday is the last day to buy tickets for the... It is. Mm-hmm. Monday is the last day to buy tickets for the 12th. Cigar Authority's 12th anniversary uh, extravaganza or lack of Weekend a gala. Weekend gala. But I have information here, so let me say it. Um, Monday, Valentine's Day, is the last day for the Cigar Authority's 12th anniversary weekend. It will take place April 1st through 3rd, Friday through Sunday. 
Uh, it's $399 per person. You get yourself to Salem, New Hampshire, and we'll give you the information after you buy a ticket of the hotel. So you can, uh, 129 it's a room block that we got going on. Mm-hmm. You'll have a cigar adventure, two cigar breakfasts, one cigar lunch, two cigar dinners, 14 cigars, plus prizes and surprises, um, and we got all kinds of different competitions and fun There's a possibility things. that you might be able to take a selfie with my pocket door. There's a possibility. So oh, it's, not, it's not, wow. not on the table. He's got a he's got a door he made. And Monday when I leave work at five, I'm going to take it off the website, or am I going to take it off the first thing when I come into work Tuesday morning? Let's address this right now. All right, Tuesday morning. Yeah. All right. In case somebody's hearing this Monday. Yep. So they could still technically buy it at two a.m. on Tuesday, I guess. <laughs> but, but because the the bulk of the people who listen to the show listen on Monday, right? It's Saturday afternoon or twelve noon right now. And you're driving to work on Monday, and you're hearing this for the first time. Yeah. And you're saying, you know what? I think I do want to go. Time. Yeah, but, you know, I think I do want to go. And you're going to pull over, put your blinkers on, pull to the right, and you're going to make the phone call to one triple eight two cigar 2 Barry's going to answer the phone, and he's going to set you up. Sure. Or you can, <laughs> or you can go online. And- or you can go online, either or. I'll be glad to take yeah. your call. They. You know, it does make a great Valentine's gift if ah, you can get your significant yeah. other to buy that for Maybe you. she's listening right now, and she got a little twinkle in her eye, and she says, you know Ooh. what, why don't you go away for a weekend and uh, <laughs> spend some time with those ridiculous guys that are talking on, on air right now. I'll hang out with Raul the gardener. <laughs> Raul. 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 Eating Raul. Do you remember that movie? Yes, I do. <laughs> Always has to go back to food. That one sounded like cannibalism. It was. <laughs> and it was a comedy. It's nothing dark I think here. I'll watch that. I All think right. I'll watch mm-hmm. that. Dark a, comedy. There's a weird movie. Well, yeah. it ain't no Southersby, right? No, no. <laughs> Thank no, God. Nothing is. Summersby. <laughs> hey, the a- so the after show, we're, we're cramming to figure out um, what should we do on the after show. And uh, somebody said it to me just yesterday. I, I w- I'm telling them how we're having a tough time getting employees. Mm-hmm. And I heard from two other retailers during the week telling me having a tough time getting somebody to work. It's tough. And, you know, we bump into a lot of owners of different businesses here they're all having trouble doing it and somebody says to me have you mentioned it on the cigar authority and i said no and they <laughs> said well you have so many listeners that um are cigar smokers and they'd be able to smoke cigars while they're at work so uh we'll we'll talk about it on the after show but if you're hearing this now why not say it time to change your job uh smoke cigars for a living come here and work with us uh, at Two Guys Smoke Shop. Uh, we're looking for a smoking sales position wanted if you are a sales professional because you're a salesman. We're customer service oriented and we do not uh, have a self checkout type of thing. Right. Um, oh, you're just going to sit down and wait for somebody to, to come in and say, Oh, you all said I'll come help you now. It's not us. You come to the wrong place. Uh, but if you are customer sales focused, you have professional appearance. Uh, if you're happy and dependable, not late with all the things I hate, right? Right. Dependable, happy. Uh, I'm dependable, but I'm not happy. Yeah, I think the happy is a uh, you fake it? is optional. I mean, we have Jonathan. I'm yeah. dependable. I'm a very happy person. <laughs> oh, boy. No. Positive thinker. <laughs> fake the glass it. is always half full as far as I'm concerned. There we go. 
and you say, I don't know all that much about cigars. I do listen to the Cigar with Tour, but I don't know. We're going to train you. Mm-hmm. We'll train you. Uh, we have a training program. We do. We have a, we have a program. Uh, we we can, have a flexible schedule. We, we can be flexible. We have uniforms. You can. Uniforms. Bonus opportunities. Absolutely. There's employee discounts. There is. Uh, full-time benefits that include health, health insurance, insurance, 401k, match. Uh, we'll get into it. But Dave at twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com. Dave at twoguyscigars.com. Um, and... Uh, we can chat via email, and then I'll give you my number, and we can call or whatever. Um, is it, all, I, all interviews are smoking interviews, right? You can smoke, you can we'll, smoke at an interview? Yeah. Not Where does that place? happen? Right. Where does that happen? Um, so, hey, I, I got a platform. I'm, I'm saying it. Um, we'll get a little more into the stories of why people are... Uh, Aren't looking for jobs and the craziness that's going around on the after show, but there's a little. Uh, I little think I got hired via text message. You want to work here? Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, what, was report, I texting in those days? <laughs> report to Seabrook on Monday. I think, G- Gianna I think, probably helped you. I think that's maybe. how it went. Back in those days? How many years ago was that? Yeah. 12, maybe? 12 years? Yeah, it would make sense because uh, I think it was 2010. Ed Santa Maria is my champion right now at 27 years, Oof. I believe. So they, they stay on. It's good. But, you know, the ones that drop off are the ones that stay very little short, which is almost like what's been going on. That people yeah. come in, have a job for a year, leave. It's no, it's no way to live your life. No, it isn't. Uh, but that's what's going on, so we're prepared for it. We are talking about the biggest premium cigar companies in the U.S. I have the top 20 here right now. Uh, number 20 was Hoy de Nicaragua. Number 19 was CLE Asylum. Number 18, LFD. Number 17, EPC, which is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Number 16, My Father. Number 15, Alec Bradley. 14, Aganosa Leaf. Number 13, Gurkha. Number 12 is Ashton. Number 11 was Victor Sinclair, and we're on to the top 10. Number 10. Now, Jay yeah. Bushy in the, uh, the, the chat room in, of the, the MeWees uh, has been hinting that he may relocate. Are you offering any sort of relocation money? No, but and I and it, it's really not. It's a sales position. If, if we're talking management, you can become a manager and move, move up the scale, but it's not. I don't think it's a job that you're going to pack your bags and move to a far distance unless you've got really nothing going on and you plan on. We're in New England. We're in New Hampshire. It's cold in the wintertime. I don't know where you are, but it can't be as bad as this, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Although the nice weather, today's 50 degrees, right? It's 50 out there now? I didn't even wear a jacket. Yeah. Yeah. and nicer days are coming. It's a beautiful spring, summer, and fall. I think it's the best place to live in the world, spring, summer, and fall. The winter sucks. I don't uh, mind it. Yeah? I don't mind it. Donuts. I love doing donuts in the car. You love oh. eating donuts in yeah. the car. I love doing donuts in the car. In the snow. Yeah. 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 You can do both. No. No, no, no. You can't. There you go. Double donut. Double donut. Eating a donut, doing a donut. <laughs> I think it's a video. Can we make <laughs> a donut out of, out of meat? Can we have a meat donut? Well, you could have one of those cheeseburgers that's made with a donut. You know, and so we, what's weird about you is now you have to eat meat, and you were a vegetarian for years and wouldn't eat meat. You go I wouldn't to eat meat because... No, it's not a fad. I wouldn't no. eat meat because <laughs> no. of... 
growth hormone, and now I can buy hormone-free meat, and so I have no problems. Did it have that before? No. How do you know? Just because they say? It they says say. it on the outside. Yeah. I mean, makes it true, right? Well, they're, they're, they have to have the truth on the packaging. Truth and packaging. Mm-hmm. It's another show. All right, <laughs> we're on the top 10. Number 10, biggest cigar company in the U.S. is Padron. There is a family-owned and operated company uh, based out of Miami, Florida. They were a cafeteria cigar, meaning they only sold in the Miami area. And in the 90s, they said, okay, we're going to go nationwide with this thing. They came out with their regular line, their anniversary line. What a monster company. And um, so awesome watching them grow to what they grew and that happened to all these companies i've been around for now 37 years and watching all these companies grow but padron holy god um the um loyal customers that are on absolutely it, uh, unbelievable uh, great job that padron did um and there they are uh in the top 10 uh for sure number nine is oliva cigars mm-hmm. Oliva Cigars, which Oliva, uh, Gilberto Oliva, little brand in the cigar boom days, a lot of bundles and things like that, and um, Jose Oliva brings that company up giant, sells the company to another European giant, uh, Nub and Oliva Cigars, Milanio, the V's, all this stuff, monster company. And both both companies that are mentioned here at the start of the top ten, both are known for their consistency in the industry. Mm. You know what you're going to get with a Padron. You know what you're going to get with an Oliva. If you don't like it, you don't like it, but you know you're not going to like it every time. And if you do like it, you know you're going to like it every time. It's one of those um, non-offensive to anybody cigars. Even if you go into Milanio and they're full-bodied stuff, very aged, yeah. Very good, very good. Um, number eight, another European giant is Ottinger Davidoff. Davidoff we added company. a letter or two in there, but yeah, Davidoff, um, European company that comes to the United States, nineties um, maybe, early nineties. They're a monster. Um, they acquire cigar brands like um, Camacho. Avo, along with their Davidoff lines. Right, because before they came to the U.S., they carried on with Cuban cigars for right. quite, quite a period right. of the time. from the 70s and the 90s, right? Right. Um, so they did it. They, they're up there uh, as number eight. Also, you're dealing with all three so far in the top 10, huge distribution network. Yes. Uh, except for Padron, who has no reps whatsoever <laughs> and no brokers. So, right. You... And a waiting list to be able to buy them. You, you can't just be any geek off the street. Uh, same with Davidoff to carry white label. It's a big buy-in. Uh, it's a big deal. Dave, Jonathan Carney says with the size of Jonathan's arms, you can tell he's not getting any hormones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's all covered up. but And it's hard to get Padron in a store. I don't know if it's still the case, but I remember when I had the store in Brooklyn, you had to take a photograph of the humidor. Yeah, yeah. You had to show them where because their cigars would be. Because they can't see it. They don't yeah, know it would be located. Yeah. They wanted to make sure the cigar store looked good for their product. Correct. Correct. Uh, John John Connie is the VP of LFD. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he okay where, where I sat him at number 18? Is he complaining? Well, I don't know at what point he jumped on. So maybe, okay. 
So, we'll see. I'll let you know if he has complaints. He's busy right. making arm jokes. <laughs> or, you know, I wonder if a lot of them will stay quiet if, if they were a little higher than they were. Yeah, you're not going to complain. Say. I'm opening myself up for some shit, but uh, it's a regular day here in the neighborhood, <laughs> right? Um, number seven is J.C. Newman. J.C. Newman, distribution company. Correct. Uh, now manufacturer. Um, always a manufacturer when it came to uh, machine-made cigars, yep. but now they have um, Pensa in Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Um, their cigars are, you know, Brickhouse and Pro Del Mar, along with a lot of other ones. Um, they are the number one bundle with Quorum. Quorum, yeah, number one bundle sold in the United States. Um, premium cigars, and um, they're big, and they distribute a Toro Fuente, which is a separate company, and will show up later on the list, but they're up there themselves. Well, way to give it away. <laughs> well, you didn't think a Toro Fuente was going to be in there? Uh, but J.C. Newman's in there as number seven. Uh, what do we got for time here? Um, all right, I'm, I'll hold it off there because we're up against the break of there, and I have six left to go. Uh, I'll put a line right here. And final thoughts here on Romeo and Juliet, Reserva Real. It's a solid cigar. I mean, the, the combustion line is impeccable. The draw was flawless. A little on the mild side for my taste, but the, listen, there's an ask for every seat if you're into mild cigars and you want to be able to enjoy something for, I mean, this lasted us the hour and I still got another 30 under, minutes. Under $10, right? Uh, yeah, the price yeah. is very reasonable. Nine thirty nine dollars uh, by the single. We are. But yeah, I used to smoke these when I first started smoking. I'll admit I was dreading smoking it today because I've become a bit of a boutique cigar snob. That's but this it. cigar wasn't bad and i wouldn't turn down another one right right that's the idea of it you know i i the, it's out of the cigar geeks comfort zone if you're a smoker if you're a cigar smoker and you haven't smoked romeo and julietta you're not a real cigar smoker you have right, to of course. you really should experience everything that you possibly can on the market good cigar all right let's take a break when we come back i'm gonna give you uh what do i have left the top six Cigars, and we're going to light up a cigar from a new cigar company, not in the top 20 yet. Is it premium or not? It is. And I have a feeling they will soon be in the top 20. So this is a real up-and-comer, I think. And we have the stats on Barry Stein's ratings. Dun-dun-dun. From last year, and his averages, and why he's always higher than the average bear. The we're live gummy bears. We yes. are live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month, and we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the 
Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Certain general warning cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family center company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation 
is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Minicana Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. Not Mr. Anything. He's listening to himself saying, how, is they, how are they doing that? <laughs> Mr. Jonathan Carney. We're, we, uh, we're back, and we have the stats on Barry Stein and how he rated cigars last year and why his average ratings are always higher than the average beer. We're talking the top 20 cigar companies in America. Welcome back, everybody. And we have a new cigar to smoke right now. Yep, today's second cigar is Luciano the Dreamer, and it's made in Nicaragua by Ace Prime Cigars. The size that we're lighting up is a 5 by 48 It's called the number 4 size. It features an Ecuadorian Habano Corojo 99 wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and Nicaraguan and Peruvian fillers, including Pelo de Oro. Uh, pricing's to be determined. We're expecting these in this week on TwoGuysCigars.com. All right, so this is uh, two people I thought about with the cigar. One is Ed Sullivan. You're going to like this. It's good. It's, I smoked it, and I said, Ed Sullivan would <laughs> like this, and Barry Stein would like this. Ah, oh, you're thinking of me. Just before right? Valentine's Day. Thank you. Pelo de Oro. <laughs> and it just seems uh, all that in this company, Ace Prime, uh, they're a big up-and-coming company. I'm okay that he wasn't thinking of me. No. And they have distribution now. That they did their distribution through Crown Heads. Crown Heads. And um, you're going to watch, because they're getting all the key components that they're, mm. they're growing tobacco, they're making cigars, they have mm. a distribution channel, and they're making good cigars. They've been out there for a little bit. Let's see what ends up happening to them. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo. Cut the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Okay. Fruit striped gum. Yeah, the yellow or the green one, though. Yes. Little uh, lemon and lime going on. Yeah. yeah. We're going to light our cigar today with the Attaché by Vertigo. This features, uh, I guess, single action. I don't know. I'm confused <laughs> on this one because there's no opener. But you push the button, it comes alive. Ready to go. One it's action. fueled by <laughs> the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. And at the bottom, you get easy adjustment, all for the low price of $9.99 on twoguyscigars.com. You know, you gave out your email address. You're going to get a whole bunch of emails now about why it's not single action and it's dual action. He doesn't do he doesn't do the lighter pitch. Yeah, there's a lot of people that reach out to me and, and try to correct me, and I tell them it's not a gun, so I can say whatever I want. Hmm. I probably shouldn't have did my email. <laughs> <laughs> we can edit that right out of the show, right? Well. It's not that hard to figure out, right? So just forget it. It's all right. Don't hit up Jonathan likes it. Contact us page. Of he the likes Cigar the Authority. attention. Yeah, because I'm I'm bad at it. I'm not yeah. I'm not the guy getting back at you. 
uh, I got a lot of shit going on, and uh, what, what's worse is when they do it on Facebook and stuff, and it's three days before I go and yeah. see it, and they, you know, you, they've written a couple of times to mm. me like I know that it's happened, and I haven't. I'm I'm horrible, horrible. Sorry. Uh, Ace Prime, Barry. We yeah. got an Ace Prime. Yeah, Ace Prime was founded in 2019 by three friends with a deep pedigree in cigar manufacturing who are passionate about creating the finest cigars for everybody to enjoy. They are Tiago Splitter. He's an NBA champion with the San Antonio Spurs, and he's a player development coach for the Brooklyn Nets. Luciana Morelli's is a cigar master blender, sommelier, and global entrepreneur. And then Aradio Pichardo. plays the trumpet? Yes. Yeah. Entrepreneur. Yes, thank you. I can't pronounce synonym. You're going to want me to pronounce that word? <laughs> Entrepreneur? <laughs> Aradio Pichardo, master blender with 150 years of Cuban tobacco family tradition. For many years, Ace Prime has been producing award-winning cigars for some of the most high-profile brands in the industry through Tabaculera Pichardo, their factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. 2005, Don... Aradio Pachado formed Tabacalera Pachado. In 2014, Don Pachado partnered with Luciano Morales, who helped expand the production and build the business into a global cigar supplier. 2019, recently, Tabacalera Pachado joined forces with Ace Prime, creating an integrated vertical model. 2020, Ace Prime joins alliance with Crown Heads, uh, which began in 2011 with Mike Condor and John Huber. 2019, the Luciano Traveler Limited Edition was released. 2020, the Luciano Dreamer Lancero was released. And now for 2022, they finally have a real cigar. No, really? Yeah, because they came out with all the Lancero stuff and all that. And you'll see, um, you know, what was it? One company, we we got... um, this, this Adventura. Week, Adventura, and you'll see Lanceros came in. The deal at the trade show is if you buy so many cigars, you got so many free boxes. Mm-hmm. And the free boxes, surprise, were the Lanceros because they probably can't sell them. I don't know. And what was the first cigar I lit up? Yep. Lancero. Lancero. But everybody <laughs> busted my ball saying, you ended up buying the Lanceros. They, they came in for free. Which I'm, I'm going to call out our friend Yoko Ono. I won't use his real name, but I told him we had Lanceros in. And he's like, nah, I'll pass. Yeah. And he's the guy that won the Lanceros. Right, right, mm. right. And if they were there, I'll take one. <laughs> right off the bat, Ed Sullivan, on this cigar, this is up your wheelhouse. It's very good. This is my job as a buyer of tobacco <laughs> yep. is to have somebody in mind. If this did, did this nail you? Did it yeah. nail? This is I'll you. smoke this. You will. You well, buy this on a regular basis. What was the price basis. on it? It's to be determined. To be determined. I think it's going to be uh, a little north of fifteen. Well, that's it's not a cheap date though. No, I'm going to smoke a little more before I decide. All right. You're a rich guy. Yeah, but I'm he's a rich guy because he. Picks and chooses where he spends his money. All right, so we're in the top six left. We've had at number 20, Hoy de Nicaragua, followed by CLE Asylum. LFD is number 18. EP Carrillo, my father. Alec Bradley takes a number 15 spot. Argonosa Leaf, uh, Gurkha, Ashton, Victor Sinclair at number 11, Padron at number 10, Oliva, followed by Davidoff. 
J.C. Newman at number seven, and now we're at the number six biggest cigar companies no. in the U.S. Dave, Jonathan Carney says the list has been excellent so far, but he's surprised Davidoff isn't higher. Ah, okay, and you're going to see who's above you, yeah. and, and maybe it'll, it'll make sense, maybe it won't. Um, number six is Perdomo Cigars. <laughs> which is so unbelievable to see. The guy started off in his garage. Uh, I was in the business already, and to be able to watch these companies, J.C. Newman's been around for a long time. David, Davidoff's been a long time, big European company and stuff. Here is an he's, air traffic controller, little Nick guy Perdomo. you like to, you like to Love root it. for. Love it. My God. Uh, I got him down as number six biggest um, cigar company in the entire United States, uh, and he's big in Europe too. He's, he's big over there. Um, so watch them grow. And I know that last year was their biggest year ever, from the biggest year ever the, the year. And um, they're going to continue to grow, continue them as will number five. Number five, I watched the guy get into the cigar business, and uh, th that's the beauty of what's happening here. Is another individual. Uh, brings his family into the business, uh, his brother and his cousin, and it's Rocky Patel. And that was a tough one. Which one was bigger than the other, Rocky Patel or Perdomo? Mm. A lot of this was going on at the same time, uh, and it could go either way, I think, um, on that. But uh, I got Rocky Patel as number five. Number four, now we're talking big companies. And you, you saw Davidoff, they talk about the, the big four. And the big four, one of them was number eight, and the next one is number four. And uh, because they aren't one, two, three, four, I don't think. Um, but number four is Drew Estate. And Drew Estate, go, going back to Perdomo, Perdomo got them started. And it was Nick Perdomo's dad that ended up helping Jonathan Drew and operating out of Nick's house. Sure. Um, unbelievable what, what happened there, too. So he should take a little bow for that, too. Now owned by Swisher International, which, by the way, is the largest in the world. Mm -hmm. um, but we're not talking premium cigars. The domestic side is right. gigantic, gigantic. But uh, pretty damn good with Drew Estates as it was. And I'll tell you... Uh, I had fear when Swisher bought Drew Estate, and it was really the cigar nerd that was into Drew Estate, and I said, you got a major conglomerate like Swisher International that ended up buying it. They're going to be so turned off to this because they are boutique, and now it's completely the opposite of boutique. you got the biggest company operating it. I don't know what's going to end up happening, and whatever the powers to be at Swisher held on to it right. and grew it. Because I sort of thought, okay, it makes sense. Acid makes sense with what yeah. Swisher has, but I didn't know if they'd get rid of the other premium Correct. cigars. Correct, and, and they held on to it. it, much like we saw with Nat Sherman, with um, Philip Morris, mm -hmm. uh, Altria, saying, okay, we don't even we want don't the premium that. end. <laughs> Maybe Swisher was going to say the same thing, but they didn't. They actually grew um, their premium end at the same time. So Swisher at number four. Number three. A Toro Fuente, a Toro Fuente. So that's why you don't see the big four uh, mm -hmm. there, because here's another family-owned and operated company. Um, uh, 
Carlos Fuente, uh, Atoro Fuente, then Carlos Fuente, and now Carlito Fuente, uh, three generations now, and they believe me, they already have the fourth generation all, all lined up too, uh, and hopefully that's exactly where it goes. Uh, Toro Fuente, monster Huge. of a company. Huge. Distribution through J.C. Newman. So they got it all. They, they grow some of their own tobacco, uh, although they use a lot of it through uh, Cameroon, through the Mirafels, and, and uh, other people that they buy tobacco from. Uh, but there's a Toro Fuente uh, at number three. Number two, we just smoked uh, Romeo and Juliet, and that is Altadas. And we're talking Altadas USA because there is no more Altadas worldwide. Mm-hmm. Now, what was going to end up happening with that, and more than a year has passed, a couple of years have passed uh, since that change-up, and, and they've had growth. They continue on the path of premium cigars. They're not Interesting the- that that's the one you picked for number two, because I think number two and number one possibly could have gone either way unless you have information that I don't have. Yeah, I don't think it's even close. Really? I don't even think it's close. Um, I think the number one of all is General Cigar. General Cigar, mm-hmm. that Scandinavian tobacco, worldwide, forget about it. Uh, but even in the U.S., um, they uh, talk about vertically integrated. I mean, they're, they're shop to consumer they all the way through. Um, they um, have lots and lots of brands. They continue to grow. They are the Budweiser of the cigar industry, no doubt about it. They're the biggest by far. Um, if you took Altadas before Altadas broke up, you know, now you had it even closer, but, um, General Cigar is way, way ahead. Um, yeah, you look at some of the brands and you see Macanudo, kind of yesterday's type of brand and and some of their older stuff, but they still, you know, in the future, what's the future hold? I'd be worried if I was them because they're old brands with old customers. Altadas has introduced a lot of new things, mm. you know, even even though it was under the same umbrella yeah. as some of the other. Uh, well, look, look at Monte Cristo 1935 yeah. that came out last They've year. really updated their portfolio. Yeah, yeah, packaging, every, everything's good. But quickly, a, a quick rundown. We'll go from the top down this time. Number one is General Cigar, followed by Altadas. Atoro Fuente, Drew Estate, Rocky Patel, Perdomo, J.C. Newman, Davidoff, Oliva, Padrone, Victor Sinclair, Ashton, Gurkha, Aganosa Leaf, Alec Bradley, My Father, E.P. Carrillo, LFD, CLE Asylum, and Hoya de Nicaragua is the way I have it. And um, Nothing overly surprising on that list. Okay. You know, and, and nothing crazy like, you know, I, I really spent mm, a lot of time mm. to try to get it as accurate as I could, but I know I will be hearing from the manufacturers and mm. report back uh, if, if, unless they want to talk off the record. Uh, they know their numbers. I don't know what their numbers mm. are, but I would say that's it in yeah. order. I was thinking there was one company that might have been near the bottom, like 18 to 20, that didn't make the list, but really yeah. nothing surprising. Yeah, there's going to be some of them. But right mm. now, let's get to the poll question of the week. Brought to you by somebody that was on that list, Victor Sinclair Cigars. And the question of the week is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. And this week we asked the obvious question, who's going to win the big game? And it started out overwhelmingly for the Bengals. The Rams crept back up, but the Bengals still held on with 54% of you 
thinking or at least hoping they'll win the game tomorrow. Well, it is the year of the Tiger. And uh, I am in that, too, because I want to see uh, Joe Burrow smoking a cigar at the end of the game. Yeah, and whose will he smoke? I'm sure every manufacturer has sent (laughs) a cigar to California (laughs) this week. All right, upcoming shows. Uh, Next week is our uh, anticipated prediction show. Some of the manufacturers uh, like hearing it and asking me when is it going to be. It's going to be next week, and uh, we'll see if your company uh, is going to be acquired or what's going to happen. So everybody on that top list of 20 is eligible for acquisition or to be acquired. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I'll be working on the uh, final details of that. And uh, you guys jump in anytime you want. I have your own little predictions ready if you have something to add to it. Uh, if not, I got plenty. Uh, following week, we're going to get into uh, does box pressing change anything? We'll smoke a cigar in the round and a cigar that's box pressed side by side. The people in the care package have it. I hope you hold on to it. If Both of them. You look at the Miwis, there's a lot of people, people that they didn't hold on. Right, right. <laughs> so we'll smoke them side by each. Side by each. That's what they say down in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Oh, really? Who parked the car side by each? Side by each. Yeah. Sounds oriental? Um, I think it's a French Canadian. You can't say oriental about people. <laughs> I, I think I'm it, not. I'm talking about automobiles. I think it's the French Canadian influence down in Woonsocket. Okay, side, side by each. Side by each. Okay. And then we'll get a little more controversial as March uh, comes in. That will go out. Uh, the care package won't go out for another week or so. Yeah, it'll probably go out the last day of the month. Really? It's a leap month. Ah. Uh, oh. So March 5th will be our first show, hopefully. Uh, I'll say about 80% of the people will have it by the 5th. All right. So let's get to Barry's ratings. And uh, thank you, Tom Criswall Jr., uh, for all the work he put into this. Um, and it's literally hours. <laughs> hours of data analyzation. Yeah, you need to find a hobby. So <laughs> he says, uh, question one, did Barry review more or less cigars in 2021 versus 2020? Barry, what do you think? Less. The answer is less. Correct. Um, 2020 showed 96 cigars versus 46. Ooh. In 2021. Um, I blame growth and not having enough time. Growth at Two Guys Smoke Shop. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We were too busy, which is a good sign, good and bad. Uh, So, Barry, what's up? Uh, We were expecting a return to 2020 glory. This uh, year we're on pace to to beating the 2020 numbers. And if we can get some more employees, and we'll get that in the after show, maybe we can get you smoking more cigars. I mean, it helps. I got Jessica back there, so I try to do the reviews on Monday and Thursday, so if the phones are ringing off the hook, she can help out. What was the average price of cigars that Barry reviewed in 2021? Above or below $15? I'm going to say right around it. It probably didn't miss by much, but I'm going to say slightly over. Below. Thirteen oh eight, with the highest being forty thirty nine dollars, and the lowest being five dollars and change five thirty nine. Mm. Would Barry spend thirteen dollar? Would Barry spend thirteen dollars if the cigar was his own money? Uh, we know Mister Delightful uh, sure as shit would. <laughs> well, sure, smoking one now maybe. I, I buy my own cigars for review. There we go. Uh, I am adamant about that. All right, question number three. So sampling, 
somebody gives you a cigar as a sample of a cigar company. I won't review it until it's on the shelf. Okay. Some people have that thing. I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes the sample is better Way than the better. real cigar. 100%. 100%. I've smoked some really good cigars, and then the cigar comes in, and they, what the hell is this? That wasn't that, you know? So. I'm going to tell you a story off the air. Ooh. Yeah? Where that is 100% accurate. Yeah. It's happened to me. I know. Uh, question number three. What was the average rating of all Barry cigars reviewed in 2021? 93.45. Ooh. 93.3. Yeah. With the highest being? 99. 97, and the lowest being three cigars at 90. 90. So that's where his numbers start, and here mm-hmm. is why. <laughs> so Jonathan doesn't get beat up at the trade show. It's the real <laughs> <Yeah>. reason. <laughs> is Barry's palate predisposition to a 90-plus rating, or were there really a few pigs in the pen? If it's a terrible rating, he does not publish it. Yeah, if I'll smoke it again, I'm going to give it a 90. If it's something that I'm not going to smoke again, I won't review it. So there's a whole bunch. You say, Barry doesn't review all that many different cigars. Mm. He, he reviews a lot of cigars. He smokes <laughs> a lot of cigars. More than you, believe me. He smokes a lot of cigars. But So there's, there's three I, tiers of cigars to get into the, the shop. It gets smoked at a trade show, and the answer is absolutely yes, this is a winner because it hits certain criteria. We may be soft in a, in a specific price point at a specific strength profile, and we go looking for cigars that fit that bill. Yes. And when they do, the answer is yes. Then there's, give me a couple samples. We got to think about this because maybe that price point or strength category is flooded, and then those cigars make it back to other those of us that have a good palate and know the, the sales floor very well, and that's the next tier. And then there's the no way cigars. We don't. Barry doesn't get the no way cigars to review. Yeah, those don't. Those don't come into. He may smoke them. I smoke. But they're them. not up for review. Because I, I thought doing waiting for this in mid February would be mm-hmm. enough time that you would already be beaten up. But I haven't seen that yet. No, I got beat up the other day because I did a. I did another podcast where I said I won't review a, a cigar that isn't good. Now I would like, and another blogger beat me up for it, saying I'm doing a disservice. No, you're not. Because no, I'm, you're- I'm not because mine is just one opinion, and I am not. You shouldn't read my reviews and go, "I'm going to love it. I'm going to buy it." Maybe you could use my reviews to go. You know what? I'm going to give that cigar a shot. But my review is just my opinion. So if I don't like a cigar, who am I to? trash on another company because as jonathan said earlier in the show there's an ask for every seat yeah if what's unfair is that somebody is going to put out a thing any day now that's going to say barry's ratings a nine he averaged 93.3 and it was up three points from the average guy who put in shit ratings too now what i would like to see is if you took the same exact cigars that barry reviewed Mm -hmm. And put another blogger and put his reviews and then say, what's the difference? Are, are he get, chooses not to review shittiest cigars. Are you shittiest. giving Tom Criswell uh, an assignment? What I'd really like to no, say. <laughs> no, I, I would like to do that to the person that's going to beat them up. Right. Beat them up on it because we got to do apples to apples. Mm. What is your review apples to apples? The same exact cigar. Now mm-hmm. see if your average is, is, is he right on, on the money or not? And I'd say he's right on the money. Um, 
Question four, which manufacturer did Barry review the most and how many times? There weren't a lot of, uh, there were a few United releases last year. It's going to be either them or Davidoff. The answer is five reviews for HVC. Uh, HVC was kind of new to us last year. We brought in various different lines. That makes sense. Yep. With Laurora and Camacho at three, Davidoff at two. Wow. Um, Who doesn't love uh, Renee Lorenzo, but Barry uh, has his butt bromance in the making. (laughs) Budding bromance. So (laughs) HVC takes me back to the day when I first started cigar smoking, when boutique cigars were big, and there was a manufacturer there that embodied everything about boutique, and HVC is that company today. There we go. And, and, and there it, it shows up on here. And the final question, did Barry review more Honduran or Dominican cigars? Honduran. In 2021. The answer is Dominican, 23.4 versus Honduran at 19.1. Nicaraguan, of course, 57.4% of it. Um, and uh, there's a lot of info. Uh, do you have any uh, graphs to show? No. He follows up with who the F cares. Those are different ones, aren't they? Nope, those are the ones. But I'm still butthurt that matter. the Perdomo trip matter. to Nicaragua I got, got canceled. You mean the count graph? Yeah, he, just just to show all the work that he that he did here, um, putting all the graphs of um, which um, which. Which manufacturer? Which manufacturer? The next one is the the countries. Tom, if you could send me those, I would appreciate seeing it. Uh, Jonathan has it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got it. And then regular production versus limited production. Yeah, I probably know. reviewed more limited editions last year than any than regular production. No, really, no. but, S- but more, probably more than you did before. Mm. Yeah, seventy point two percent regular and twenty nine point eight limited. It felt like last year was the year of the limited edition. So Tom follows up uh, his final sentence here. Barry knows cigars. There is a gold mine of information of epic cigars in the TCA database. Use it and stick the lid end in your mouth. Huh. And so, hopefully the website will be back up some point today because there's a network outage in Utah that has the cigarauthority.com down. Can, can oh, we revisit yeah. the butt bromance? Or no, it said budding bromance? It was budding bromance. Budding okay. Bromance. Same thing. <laughs> All right. Early thoughts here on Luciano. Ed Sullivan, let me go to you. I'm liking this quite a bit. Mm. It has some strength to it and some complexity. Mm-hmm. You know, even from the initial light to I don't get as far as you do, but there's definitely some change over the course of the cigar, which keeps it more interesting for me. There's two main cookies in Italian cuisine. You there's, always go to food. I don't know why you're Yeah, what the hell's with you and food? There's the anisette cookie. Yeah, fan. And then there's the, the lemon cookie. Fan. This is <laughs> the lemon Italian cookie. What, what about the cannoli? Like. I mean, that could be classified as a cream-filled cookie. That is not a cookie. Cannoli is a cannoli. Huh. So yeah. this cigar is going to retail for around twelve dollars right. before the box price discount. I'm um, I'm very interested. Yeah. Now. You know, I, I'm I was staring at the wrapper, and you could see the little um, toothy magnesium yeah. bumps on it. Yeah. 
Just a really rich, flavorful cigar with a ton of complexity. This is a geeky stick right, right here. It's like mm-hmm. fudge and espresso I'm getting. Very good. Very good cigar. And watch it. Ace Prime. Watch them. Uh, you heard it here first. Probably not. You probably heard it from other people, too. Yeah. We're, we're late to the game or whatever you want to call it, but we're here. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we got emails to get to, a prize to give away, and lots more. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Sound Stage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Drew Estate is about to make someone a whole lot richer. During its latest freestyle live show on the company's Facebook Live page, facebook.com forward slash Drew Estate Cigar, Drew Estate announced that it will be holding a Bitcoin sweepstakes with numerous incredible prizes during upcoming freestyle live events, including a grand prize of one full Bitcoin for a lucky fan to be announced during the February 17th, 2022 edition of Freestyle Live. During each of the company's three upcoming Freestyle Live events, October 15th and November 11th in 2021 and January 20 of 2022, the company will randomly select the names of five people who attend the online show and comment during specific times in each broadcast as potential winners of an assortment of fantastic prizes. The five winners from each of these three shows will create the contestant pool of 15 people eligible to win that grand prize Bitcoin. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Jose Dominguez Jose Dominguez Jose 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 Dominguez Did you know Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the very best blend for his namesake? Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. 
and every cigar is about $5. Now, anyone that's tried one will tell you, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. So next time you light up, make it the best. Make it a Jose Dominguez cigar. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. Jose. Jose Dominguez. This is Rafael Nodal from Agent Room Cigars and Tabacalera USA. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Yes, you are. We're back and we're smoking the Luciano by Ace Prime. And uh, this is a geek stick. Yeah. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't go through what is the strength on the cigar. Seven. Seven. Eight. Yeah. Seven. Seven? Yeah. So if we average that out, it's seven. <laughs> seven and a quarter. No, you got to drop the high and the low score. So therefore, right. it's seven. Mm. With four people. Haven't you been watching the Olympics? No. <laughs> Neither Not one I. minute. Not no. one minute. Not one minute. <laughs> All right, um, let's uh, get to your favorite segment, uh, Barry, and let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> and a truck driver found himself in a pickle during a recent ice storm here in New England. 4,000 pounds of pickles, to be precise. Hmm. The buildup of ice caused the truck to flip on its side, spilling its content of pickles all over the road. I'm sure the DOT didn't relish having to clean up that mess, and that's not only insane, it's asylum. Uh, I see what he did there. Did. Yeah, relish. It's not even a crazy story. You just pick them for the puns. There was actually <laughs> nothing this week, like, relevant, and this was the only thing that happened in the last week, and I went with yeah. it. This I mean, is, a couple of weeks ago, I think some uh, minor league baseball team has a mascot that dresses as a pickle. And his pickle was out. Really? Huh? Well, it wasn't really, but he took a picture, and you know how they have giant hands yeah. on the mascots? He was holding his thumb in the wrong place, so the picture <laughs> looked like his pickle was out. Ah, uh, see, did now Barry would have loved that. Yeah, did not see that one. <laughs> he would have loved that. That would have been perfect. You see these things, you throw Barry a bone. Oh, yeah. Throw him a bone. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for the best email of the week, brought to you by Monte Cristo Cigars. This week's prize is a toque, a mug, a hot chocolate packet, rum chata, a candle, and a badass little letter opener. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Mad Max writes, Hey guys, long-time listener, yada, yada, yada. Listening now to the show griping about the trade show people who show up in suitcases. I know you guys are insiders, and this is something that bugs you, but someone who is just a cigar enthusiast like me has absolutely no interest in this kind of thing, and it really makes me want to skip the episode. But I do love listening to you guys. I just don't often like the specific industry gripes that get brought up. So this, you wrote about it. <laughs> so you wrote about it. Go this ahead. reminds me of another episode where influencers changed what people smoke. 
I honestly don't think that's the case. I think people smoke whatever they like, and I could give two shits about what the industry people are doing or smoking. I listen to other cigar podcasts, and thank God you guys at least review and rate cigars. That's literally the only thing I care about, and so often I can barely get anybody who wants to do that. I don't give a shit about the rest of it. I just care about talking about cigars, rating them, discussing the different types of tobaccos like an actual cigar enthusiast would. I'm not sure why everybody thinks we give a shit about the trade shows or what people are doing. It's basically the thing. Uh, the thing is how much it's going to cost us. And if these people who are suitcasing end up saving the consumer money, that's all I care about. If they didn't have to buy a booth, they save the, cust- the consumer some money, then yeah, it's an excellent way to do it. I don't care if you spent the money and are butthurt. The fact that they don't do it the proper way. Anyway, thanks for all the great information. Well, that's part of the problem right there is it doesn't affect him, so he doesn't care, and everybody's all on, uh, it doesn't affect me, so it doesn't matter. Well, it, someday they're going to come after him, and they're going to, whatever he does, they're going to show up at his business. It does affect him because an unscrupulous manufacturer that is going to suitcase is also going to raise their cigars to the perceived level that their competition is at. So you're going to pay more money and the guy's being a dirtbag. You're not, he's not saving the money to save you money. You're the last person he's thinking about. And we got to come up with discussion here on the show. It's it's 12 years of two hour shows. Well, my buddy Warren Brooks says, tell that Karen, we don't care. I love those shows. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not going to get it. We're not going to hit it out of the ballpark. I don't know if you were interested in the top 20 manufacturers either, but. Brock Blade says the knife industry has their own version of the soup casers, he puts in quotes. <laughs> oh, yeah. But they're known as brown baggers. Ah, okay. So uh, it's interesting you're looking for more show information because Pete writes in with a show idea. Good. An idea for the show or a segment. Breathe right strips. I'm convinced they allow you to taste cigars better, <laughs> especially if huh. you retrohale, which I don't. The three of you should light up a cigar that you know very well, and then at some point in the first third, put Breathe Right strips on and compare the difference in taste. We're all in on that. It works, in my opinion. It's a good visual bit, and it's something that viewers can do along with you. Maybe you'd even want to set the show up by throwing a Breathe Right strip in the care package. Mm. I'll just give that to you because you sound interested. They've, Breathe right strips. Dave's now calculating. I wonder how much they cost in bulk. But we can certainly do it. Yeah. Breathe right strips. It can't be more than like a dime of no Breathe right way. strips. I think they charge a lot. Get out a of lot here. more than it's worth. Uh, if you can taste your cigars better, maybe it is worth it. <laughs> I'd like to buy that. How much are they by the thousand? No, you just get Breathe Right to sponsor that care package, and they give them to you. Yeah, sure. Well, you get on that. You jump on that. All right. So, uh, so they're interesting. We'll, we'll definitely do something with that for sure. Mutter writes through the contact mutter. page of his, the his cigar. His was a mutter. Good. Uh, FNG is the subject. I'm relatively new to cigar smoking and have most recently discovered your podcast. I'm really enjoying them and have binge listened to them, and I'm learning as much as possible about the art of cigar smoking. Being a newbie, I would like to suggest a new segment for your shows. Tips for the FNG. That's fucking new guy. Ah, okay. These segments could only 
be one or two minutes long and could include short little factoids about the cigar industry or tips to really enjoy a cigar. That is, keeping your cigars in a humidor uh, happy. Cigar smoking etiquette, kind of cigars 101. In my occupation and at my age, it's nice to be reminded of little things that we have long since forgotten or are hiding behind the dust bunnies in the back corners of the closet. Just a thought. Okay, breathe right strips. Yep, that gets mine. By the way, uh, you can buy them for 35 cents each. Okay. Yeah, Give me a thousand of them. <clears throat> I think a little less Wait. if you buy, you know, the five packs of 72 counts. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. Yeah, uh, and... But yeah, you can probably so buy them. So yeah. wouldn't take that many of those, right? Because that's already three hundred and sixty of them. So you need three of those. All right, give me three of those. <laughs> give me three of those. <laughs> yeah, you would need 13, 14 packs to do uh, the entire care package. Although Warren Brooks says on Amazon, you get a box of fifty for thirteen dollars. I didn't see that. I didn't one. see that yet either. But yeah, yeah, get we'll the generic ones. We'll do some research. No, I don't get the generic ones. It's Dave, the same shit. No, this is science. Yeah, you're gonna get so it. It glues on the side of your nose and opens your nasal passages. And, Who and cares it, if it says Q-tip or cotton swab? But what what if it, it does said, the same What shit. if it said Perdomo? What's that worth? Wow! <laughs> now, now you gotta yeah. get custom now, breathing. Now rights. we can get custom the cigar authority breathing right strips with a picture of Bruno on them. Yeah, we yeah. got a lot of work to do. Yeah, before. the generic has less adhesive on it. It's not going to open it up right. as properly. So you gotta you gotta go unless you're testing them in mm. advance and you say. We figure out which is the best breathe right strip. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a whole show right there. Right. Jonathan will be walking around on the sales floor all week with different breathe right strips. I hate everything right about strips. this. Well, that's Pete, and Pete wins because that's a good good segment, and we're going to really do it. All right. So Pete wins. you got to give this to Barry. i got to take a picture. Although Whiskey Miser says just use duct tape. <laughs> I don't think it has the spring-loaded no. thing the breathe right has. No. It's... Uh, Although, uh, tips for the FNG. Could be a segment. I know, but the Breathe Right thing is so good. Yeah, how did I not think of that? (laughs) Actually, it's so good, I did think of it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Pete. It's too good. I'm taking that. No. Pete Pete wins. Thank you. That's a good one. Um, As is Luciano. Chocolatey. <laughs> Sorry, Alex Elliott said, "Try animes and see who can stay on the show the longest." <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Of course, you're in something going up your butt. <laughs> That'll be a race, race to the finish. Maybe the an anniversary show. Or something there's like that. Al- there's only three bathrooms in the building. <laughs> Who's going to give the animers the question? Depends. No, you can take the drink. You know that drink yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. That ain't going to make it. Nobody's going to make it two hours, right? I don't and think that becomes so. A, uh, I could make it two hours. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, there's four of us in two and three bathrooms in this store. <laughs> Somebody shit out of luck. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. All right. We've picked a winner. We, we have a winner, and uh, we'll, uh, we have a few minutes to go, so let's go to the Classic Three-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona, 
and still under four bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic Cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. All right, who's our champion? I think it's Barry. Yeah, I got a two-pointer last week, but I don't Uh, remember if it was enough. Also, I have a a submission from Ryan with respect specifically to the Classic 3-Way. He's resubmitting this idea through the Contact Us page. Every week, Dave asks the questions and talks smack at Mr. J, Barry, and Ed. What if you tweak the format so that the winner of this week gets to play the host of the contest next week? Keep the other rules the same, but for F's sake, limit the tiebreakers to one. (laughs) Ryan. Yeah, that's not happening. It's work. They're not willing to do it. They're not willing to do it. So you got to know what you're dealing with. I have uh, four questions and zero tiebreakers. All right, Ryan, no tiebreakers. <laughs> because you're making Valentine's him happy because he said, yeah. he said do, do one. Yeah. No. You could do no. three questions in one time. For God's sake, don't do at least no more than one, right? By the way, I had four questions written down. I'd like to say that's a point right there. There we go. <laughs> in case there's a tie, there we go. But you're the winner anyway. So you are the winner. And today is February 12th, and it's over to you, Barry. The panic after War of the Worlds played on radio today. Do you know War of the Worlds? Yeah, Russell Wells. Yep, panic. Somebody, uh, they made this radio show, for those that don't know, and they played the show, and people panicked all over the United States. I don't know if it was all over the world, but the name of the... The radio show was War of the Worlds, and they said we were being invaded by aliens, and mm-hmm. people actually went crazy mm-hmm. uh, because of this show. Imagine if we did something like on the Cigar Authority and said uh, cigar prices are going up, and everybody ran out and started buying cigars. You well, mean when, like last yeah. week? <laughs> yeah. And the week before? When the embargo, the embargo from Nicaragua was going to happen or something, and everybody goes out and buys Nicaraguan cigars or whatever. But it happened. This day, what year was that? 1932. 32, he says. I had 1937. 37. I have 1901. 01. 37, we'll take it, Ed Sullivan. It was 49. So Ed Sullivan gets a point, and it's over to Ed Sullivan. Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president, Republican. He was born in Kentucky today. What year was Abraham Lincoln born? 18... 1821. 1821. 1750. 1750. Don't shake your head at me, James. I'm hedging my bets. <laughs> 1840. 1840. Mr. Jonathan will win it. Don't laugh at him. It's over to Mr. Jonathan. We have one point for Ed, one point for Mr. Jonathan. Barry has not only two questions left. Arsenio Hall, American comedian, coming to America. Remember him? In the Arsenio Hall show. Yeah, we, that. woof, 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 right? Woof, woof, woof. He was born in Cleveland, Ohio today. What year was that? Uh, 1958. 
1958. Oh, I'm getting the nod from James, so it's probably wrong. 1950. <laughs> 50. Unfortunately, I had 57. 57 was close, but it was 56. So Barry will take the point. Huh. And isn't this interesting? See, I could have cheated and changed, but I had it in my head. There we go. You're already cheating by not writing it down. Uh, but he but stays with the number in I his stay head. with whatever I had. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, a three-way tie and one question to go. This is exciting. See how it happens? What if everybody's over? I oh, win. then it reverts to Barry. <laughs> right. Reverts to Barry because he gets the point for knowing I would have four. And he was the champion. <laughs> All right. So it goes over to Ed Sullivan. Oh, boy. Pressure. Bill Russell, basketball play- player, legendary center, five-time NBA most valuable player, 12 all-time star selection, led the Celtics to an astonishing 11 championships. He was born today, Bill Russell. 1940. 1940. 1919. 1919. 1937. 34. Mr. Jonathan takes it by going low. When they go low, he goes lower. <clears throat> That's his game plan. He feels good about it. It's Valentine's. Happy Valentine's Day, Mr. Jonathan. You feel so good about this, huh? He, he's clever enough to work around his stupidity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you got to give him credit for that. <laughs> so that is that. I think uh, I've come to accept it, Ed Sullivan. <laughs> another game to play is if you have the Cigar Authority Challenge coin that came with the care package, and you see... Which, by the way, stop dry bagging through the emails i can't send them to you yeah, you get them by showing up at the cigar authority that's the whole point of it you show up to the live studio audience or if you were part of the care package or if you were right. part of the care and package. ordering the care package now will not get you the coin uh, people have comments if i'm not getting the coin don't sign me up all right no you only got the coin if you were a member in there's January. little there's little prizes but, that happen for the people that maybe are in. next year there's going to be the 2023 one and then you'll say how do i get that one here's how to get yeah. one and it could change the month that we're doing it in so you don't sign up just for that coin hmm. you could sell them for fifty dollars then they have a real value <laughs> yeah nobody would buy them but then we could just direct them and say they're fifty dollars if you want to somebody buy is selling it and it was on amazon really? for forty dollars ebay huh. ebay somebody sent it to me huh. and said well there's a price on it now, $40, and somebody <laughs> bought it huh. for 40 bucks. Really? So I got a bunch of them if they're worth $40 a piece. But <laughs> no. We're going we're gonna to hold strong on that. And uh, It's not that we're trying to be dicks. It's just... That's the game. What's the point of offering a special prize for the care package members if you don't keep it special for the care package yeah. members? Or live studio audience. Or you see Nick Perdomo, and uh, you... Put the coin down, and you get a free cigar, and there's some benefits to it. We're just having fun. Don't don't mess with the fun, right? We barely have any fun. <laughs> don't take this away from well, us. I'm looking at a listing now. The Cigar Authority 2022 Tabacalera Perdomo Challenge Coin, pre-owned. $38.40 or best offer. Free shipping from China, it says. Wow. Oh, what if there's counterfeits that are that, coming out? It's probably the manufacturer because China is like that. Mm. Right? Yeah. So now the factory that's making it is selling. Maybe they got some extras. Or, or, or else have to see who we're sending to a uh, APO over in China or Japan. Guarantee or, you that's the uh, 
factory. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem dealing with these people. That they, you know, you deal with these foreign companies and they can, because actually they took our trademark and they took Perdomo's trademark, right? They're not allowed to do that. Yeah. Big mm. problem with that. Big problem. Uh, and big problem with employees right now. And we're going to get to that on the after show and talk about uh, employees uh, working at cigar shops. And uh, we're looking for them, but we're looking for good ones. We're not willing to take just warm bodies, uh, which becomes the problem. So, yeah, uh, Dave learned his lesson with me on that. There we go. Uh, final thoughts here on Luciano, which will they're doing about a week or so? They're doing sometime this week. Okay. Um, we got the invoice from Crown Heads, who does the distribution. All right. So, uh, so it's usually two to five days out, and that was on Thursday, so somewhere between right. Monday and Wednesday. All right. So it's Monday. You're driving to work. Just watch, because Barry ends up posting when something comes in, and we got a whole bunch of different ones, right? It's not just this one. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. I, I know this is coming, but I'm not sure what else will come in. But uh, a few weeks ago, we smoked Aventura on the show. They showed uh, up. You have the Queen's Pearl, which is the Connecticut version, Connecticut Shade version, and the King's Gold, which is the Connecticut Broadleaf version, and there's a limited edition uh, Lancero up there as well. That I did not order, but we have them for sale. And I got that review going up on Monday. Pray to God that the website's back up by then, but it was one of the better Lanceros I've seen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good factory, another great factory that's there. Um, so okay, let's let's. Um, you, you like the cigar? This is a winner, right? Yeah, Absolutely. this is a box purchase and an early uh, fodder for Tom on my high ratings. There we go. There we go. Uh, all right. Yeah, Dave. Definitely someone at the factory because all their listings are for different challenge coins. Yeah, that they make for them. Got to find a new challenge coin maker. Although the problem is you buy this from somebody in the U.S. and then they sub it out to there. You don't yeah. know what you're going to. You got to find a company that's American made. Yeah. Pay a little bit more. That's all right. But that's all right. Keep it at home. All right. Next week, the long-awaited prediction show where we look into the crystal ball and guess mergers and acquisitions in the cigar industry and a whole bunch more. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible that you learned something today which makes you the Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.